Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome to uh, Driveway Beers Podcast After Dark. Oh, <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, look, Daylight savings time. Everything's so after dark. We had, we had talked about some bourbon during the beer show, so we figured, okay, we'll end the beer show and we'll just kind of continue... And we've got two bourbons here. We're gonna try them out. I got there's one here that no one else besides me's had, and I don't know how many people have had the Knob Creek, but um, we figured, heck, why not extend the extend the show a little bit, talk about whatever comes up. Although I think <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that came up in the meantime. There's probably there's probably like a 20 minute intermi- intermission. Um, but the the one bourbon that's here, it's it's a, from Wild Turkey called American Ooh, Honey. Not not a bourbon. It is a whiskey. A whiskey. Sorry. Oh, 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 so it is all, a bourbon. All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbon. Bourbon has to be so, from Kentucky. Yeah. No. No. Actually, it has to be made of. It, it, it has to be made by congressional law. Yeah. Um, but once you add in a flavor, there's no flavored bourbon. Okay. Like so you're not gonna find a honey bourbon. You'll gotcha. find a honey whiskey. So this is a honey whiskey then. I am mistaken. I actually only recognize congressional law, by the way. Isn't there something like scotch? It's the same way. Well, yeah. the bottle like says scotch has certain bourbon whiskey. It's bourbon. That says bourbon whiskey on it? It says bourbon whiskey See? right on the bottle. Lies. It's not, it's that, that's oh, not a true bourbon. Oh. That can't be. It can't, it be, can't true be true. Bourbon. It's not a true this bourbon. It can't be true. It's, that's why they say whiskey on it, so they can get away with it. Okay, so wild turkey is not... Try well, to slander the bourbon, bourbon is, but the, the honey bourbon. Is. I don't know. Like, it says bourbon whiskey. Okay. I can, Remember, well, you, so all, look, this one says bourbon whiskey, whiskey, but not all whiskey. Both bourbon. of these bottles in both my hands say bourbon whiskey. I thought. Now was, I don't know what type of law was in effect when they were being made. So is the Knob Creek not bourbon? Uh, I heard you like to Google things in the middle of episodes, so maybe, <laughs> Get to maybe it. you should check. That's out. what Google's for, sir. So, so wait, is Knob Creek not bourbon? No, Knob Creek's bourbon. No, like the because that's it's, a straight bourbon. Yeah, Knob Creek's bourbon. The Knob Creek is a bourbon. Uh, once, like you don't have flavored whis- uh, bourbons typically. Yeah, it's so whiskey. It, it becomes a whiskey. Oh, so what does the bottle say? Hold on. I, I just googled it. I have the uh, lacrosse statistics here for the uh, nineteen. You're not bringing that up. So this is. This is bourbon whiskey. All right, so this is a whiskey. Look, look. Do we need to bring the saying back out? All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. By the way, Josh, the only person who has been censored on this show. Yeah. Censored. That's that's. Yeah. Fun. We had to we had to cut out segments. Oh wow. <laughs> Listen, I I just they're not ready for. Nobody's ready for that. No, nobody's ready for that. <laughs> 75 years ago, they were completely down. <laughs> 75 years ago, completely okay. Nah, you see? <laughs> it's back when congressional law ruled this land. Sorry. I don't so recognize the authority of the sheriff. Authority. I recognize my authority. So we're testing the whiskey then. Yes, so you're testing a honey Wild whiskey. turkey, American honey. All right, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a bourbon drinker. I'm so not. My nope. face is going to be like Josh's face tasting oh. delicious beer. So here's the thing. If you, if you plug your nose and drink this... You're not gonna know you're drinking it. You're not gonna know. I just drank that. some, and it's sweet and it's good. He says that. Yeah. All right, well, here the, right. And, and I'm I, not. <laughs> me, me and liquor don't get along anymore. Ever since uh, White Russian night. Uh, no. 
That was That's delicious. Re- you're really making that face. I did, in this? I did call some dinosaurs though. <laughs> now you don't it's, drink bourbon though, right? It's it's no, and I don't drink bourbon whiskey either. So Josh's face is just like it, like if I gave him sour chicky. It's a little warm. No, I, I but it's not bad. Little, I, it's not bad. This is good. I I think this like a little ginger ale too. It's a, yeah, that's a good mix. Like if you, if you like, mix this with something, oh, ginger, <laughs> be or like hot toddy ish. You know what I mean? Like hot toddy. There it is. Like it. Yeah, a little, fire, little apple cider. Well, like little pit. apple cider. A little yeah. honey apple cider. When I was like six pit. years yeah. old, and okay. I was sick. My grandmother would make me a legit hot toddy, <laughs> and I would just pass out. It was the greatest thing ever. It was really more for your grandmother. It was one hundred percent. From someone, who's I think never, you're sick. I feel fine. Oh, nope. So I'm never. I pass out, kid. I don't drink whiskey. I don't drink bourbon. Whatever this is, whiskey, bourbon, whiskey. I'm going to call it whiskey at this point. Yeah, the whiskey, the honey one's whiskey. This, for if you are a new person to whiskey, yeah, this is this, this is, is the nice one to go with. Little ease in. It's a good, good way to pop the cherry. It's yeah, sweet. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't love. Bourbons and whiskeys and liquor in general anymore, but this is. Uh, I can drink this. Like if you were taking, if you took five sips of it, and got your shot, you you'd be all right. Oh, I, oh yeah. like, like, I'll not, drink this. It'll be, I'll be all right. Yeah, but when you bring up the Knob Creek, I don't know if I'm be as all right. I'm not as all right with the Knob Creek. But if if you're having a bourbon with someone. As I'll a beginner, a again, as a beginner, like, the Knob Creek it. is I'll where I gotta anything, go. But I'll I go. love stuff. Like, I, yeah. like if somebody's like, oh, "Try this delicious bourbon," I'm like, "Please don't waste stuff on me." Right? Give me yeah. the give me the crappy stuff. Yeah, don't give me the good stuff. Don't give me the it. worst stuff. It's like it. it's like whenever I go like to a dinner with somebody and they're like, "Oh, the, the great red wine," I'm like, "Don't waste that on me." <laughs> I'm the same way. Just I'll take the Sam Adams. You guys drink your delicious red wine. I'll drink the Sam Adams and pair it with my steak. I'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's not horrible, but I mean it's it, it still smacks you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. it'll it'll punch oh, yeah. in the face. It, it, it's it's it still hits you. Drinking like wise, though, I think face. some of the beers we just had, I was more of a <laughs> than this. Yeah, well, oh, I'm not yeah. gonna. This is a this is a sipper. Like I'm not gonna like pound this, but I'll sip on this for a little bit. Well, like if this came between this or the Mad Elf, uh, I drink this. Yeah. So, it's only it's thirty five point five percent alcohol by volume. So it's not very strong. It's not super strong for a whiskey. Yeah, we're gonna bump those numbers up for the option number two. Yeah, I just, I just looked. Up. Yeah, it's oh, a, the Knob Creek's gonna pump that up fast. Yeah, it's it, like it, 50 that. It's 50. No, it's about, I think it's seventy-five. It's fifty. It's hundred proof. It's hundred proof, fifty percent oh, alcohol by volume. So this is only seventy-one proof. This is like that's what I'm saying for a beginner. This is yeah, if you can't if like, you can't deal with this or that or like this is not gonna be for you. You have to conquer that before you go to the next one. Correct. And here's the thing though. I might stop here, and because like I'm brand new to whiskey, right? If hey, I whatever enjoy, you do, you whatever. If I enjoy drinking this, this might be what I drink, and that's it. I'm like Krishan's like, no, Krishan's like, they, I'll get they, you some good stuff. Do though. they have other flavors? So Krishan, you're you're, you're you're a bourbon, bourbon guy. guy. Yeah, you're a bourbon guy. So what is your opinion of that? I, w- I wouldn't drink that. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm just a traditionalist, I think, in that in that form. So like, I don't, I don't. I don't like sweet in whiskey. Well, it's it's almost like if you're a wine person. Yeah. So it was this. Oh, you're a wine person. I love wine. Oh, what do you drink? White Zen. Like, yeah. Like, you are, no, you're not a wine Moscato person. or yeah. something sweet. Like it's it's really good. I think it's a good base. It's a good. Uh, I say gateway. Yeah. Um, into like the Knob Creek. Knob Creek is like 
the contrast could not be more no. more different here. But yeah. But I think one thing though is how people drink bourbon is like if if it's on the rocks, you get something different than if it's neat. Yeah. Or if you just add a few drops of water and give the bourbon opportunity to open up, like all yeah. all of these things need to open up and breathe. Because yeah, I, I don't because I don't drink I don't drink my neat. Okay. I I drink it on the rocks. And I let it. I let that ice sweat and melt into it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, after I've had the first one, so if it's a brand new bourbon that I've never had, something I've never had before, the first I'll have it completely neat, just to kind of see what it's like. And then I'll add. Then I'll do it on the rocks. I do for everything else. The second pour, I'm pouring. I'm going to add ice, whatever liquids in there. I'm pouring it right on top, and I'm I'm going that way. So and then I'm not waiting. Yeah, I I like to try everything each each way. Yeah, like try it neat, try it on on the rocks, try, try it with just a few drops of water um, to see see what happens to it. Because there are some like makers. I like makers, but I only like makers with an old fashioned. Yeah, I only, I only like makers and ginger. Oh, old yeah. fashioned's good. Yeah. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> I'll give you old fashioned. Old fashioned's good. You gonna mix? No, 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 no. I, I thought you were just dumping there. But like. Bullet, mm-hmm. bullet bourbon, bullet rye, bullet rye is uh, hands down one of my favorites. Yeah, oh, I, I'm a, bullet rye and Sagamore Spirits rye. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Now I found I find Sagamore Spirits rye, which, which is a local Maryland yeah. Baltimore brand, um, like really spicy for so, for a rye. So my first introduction to rye was a Sagamore Spirit, and I was at a charity event. They had a liquor wheel. Yeah, I'll take a little bit. I, I put the, my number came up, and I was looking for a scotch. I didn't have it. No. Everyone's grabbing the stuff like the the Captain Morgan and Absolute Vodka, and this weird looking bottle was sitting back there. So what's that? They said, "Oh, it's a rye." I said, "No, I'll take that." And it like had the batch number on it and every mm-hmm. handwritten. I said, oh, "Okay," and I really enjoyed it. And from then on, try you know, Bullet Rye, but right, like I, have, I think Bullet's kind of my go-to. Like, yeah, that's bullet, just what's, what I have. Standard. Yeah. Yeah, I like when my dad's here because I can just buy him Jim Beam Black, and then that's all I gotta do for him for like a couple days. Yeah, and then when he's out, like I go buy him another Jim Beam Black. <laughs> but like, if you like, if like he loves that stuff, like Gentleman's Jack. Yeah, he is oh, probably yeah. my favorite of the Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah my my father-in-law likes Gentleman's Jack. He likes a good Jack and Ginger. Yeah, yeah good Jack and Ginger. But I, I love a good bourbon and ginger. I like I like a good. Uh, I'm, I'm old you're, you're gonna have to ease me in. Cause I'm not not a big not a big bourbon goer. Is this me? Have you guys seen those videos where people are pouring liquor through these like Brita yes. pitchers? And they're not. pouring like cr- trash liquor. Trash, through they're they're like trash like, well, it's not even trash. Doesn't even matter. Trash liquor, regular doesn't matter. They're pouring it through, and then what's what comes out the other end is like tasteless alcohol. Like yeah, you know how that makes sense. I'm taking I I, I don't know taking but some, I'm telling you the the, the people the a person that I saw post one of these videos like they pride themselves on posting legit stuff right they're not just like oh let's make a viral video yeah. and try to get some clicks like they did it and they was like oh my this is like deadly because <laughs> after it went through the Brita filter he was like he, I don't even know what I'm drinking is the alcohol still in it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it just removes the impur- impurities. Wow, I've had a few beers. Well, I think like with bourbon, obviously, you know the the 
burning of the barrels well, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the time in the barrel <coughs> yeah. gonna give it give it more color yeah. and, well, and I mean, more it's flavor because like you can like, even like if we look at the knob yeah. creek and and you look at the american honey there's a, yeah, a the, the, di- just a difference in color yeah is, well it's like well it's like the pappies like they sit for like 20 years yeah and some of them all. yeah so that's almost like the, cons- the viscosity like of it is is like a honey almost well, some it's like Lisa and I we make that wine in the basement and like we put the, the oak and stuff in it's delicious <laughs> my family's hat since prohibition okay? hangover wine it's so the fruit wine is a hangover wine the red wine is not as much hangover wine Josh just took a I don't know where Josh spits up his bourbon. All right, you know what? I'm just going to vote for the honey. uh, (laughs) Oh, we're not rating. We're just trying them out. Oh, we're not rating. Okay, well, I'm still voting for the honey. Uh, Man, that is. You don't got to drink it. No, I'm not going. Well, I appreciate you, Papa, for not making me force to be to drink it. No, no, I can't. I can do. No, that. uh, That's. Yeah, but I'll I'll defer to Krishan as the what's Josh, the real bourbon. For, Josh, that's not for me either. Yeah, it, but that's that's more, that's Woo. that's real bourbon as that's, far as I'm concerned. Wow. That was like that's, uh, that's, that's, that's this honey. is like a flavorful wow. drink. That so they, the the honey Woo. the honey. I'll take an old fashioned where it tastes you. good. That's the bourbon. I'll do it once get. more. The the honey where it tastes really good. I can almost feel the hangover from it already. Oh well, yeah, the sugar. Yeah, all right, I'll get you. Whereas the bourbon. The, the Knob Creek, the I haven't even drank it yet, I but I'm not it. feeling the hangover from it. So, for again, and like if I'll, you guys want to do like bourbon, I'll come over and hang out, but I'm not drinking any bourbon. <laughs> so, I mean, as the beginner person, like, I'm obviously these, were, I, I bought these two because they were beginner bourbons. I think 100 proof is aggressive for beginner bourbon. Like, what I think my, my sweet spot is like 90. Um, I think Old Forrester may make an. She 80, said I did it wrong in '87. <laughs> so I mean, he is. I, I'm not, not but I am. Um, <laughs> That's our, look. But a hundred proof is a hundred proof has a lot of heat behind it. Um, that's heavy, and that's, that's what I'm tasting. Like, like when I when I when I, I'm with you on it, that one. It's Josh, almost I like can't. you got a lot of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever have like a if you ate like a cinnamon stick. Yeah, that's what this feels like. It just mm-hmm. it burns your it burns your tongue a little bit. The thing I like about it though, it doesn't burn going down. Yeah, no, it's really smooth. I, no I, I enjoy it. I can't. I can't do liquor anymore. Yeah. I just can't. I, I, I get. I get horrible heartburn. I'm. I'm with you there. But it for me, it's like I can. I can do like, you know what? What do they call it? Two fingers of this, and I'll be straight for the night. Like, oh no, with a, with a good cigar. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I'm really wishing we were outside right now to <laughs> light up some sticks, but uh. No, this this look. I prefer the Knob Creek. Given the choice, I'm going Knob Creek over the honey every because I want that more mature flavor, like that with a good cigar outside the fire pit, like all those strong aromas. Like this is just right look, there. It's almost like matching one? flavors. Thomas, <laughs> you, you want to do a bourbon one? Thomas will come. My brother-in-law will come. Or he'll he'll he will he'll bring his own bourbon. You can taste some good shit. And the so, rest of us will die. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so what, so he's not I'll a small be fine. Man. So this is a, I am not a small man either. Yeah, he's, I'll be honest. He's not a small man, but he loves bourbon. <laughs> so if this Knob Creek is hundred proof, and you're saying I probably should bump down like eighty five ninety, mm-hmm. I might. I'm, I would press probably my next evolution in this is to bump that because the Knob Creek is a little bit spicy for me. I wouldn't enjoy sipping this and drinking it. I can because the burn's not there, which is what I was trying to avoid. But for me, I would want to. Tr- so the, the American Honey is seventy-five. 
I wouldn't want to try and bump up to 85 because that would put me 85 90 puts me right in between these two. Where's Bullet yeah. Sit? I think Bullet Sit's around 90. Actually. I think okay. it's, I think it may be 90. But like I I I'd recommend and and then price point right because you get into this bourbon aisle. So these are like thirty bucks a pop. Yeah, roughly. and and some of it and, and even thirty bucks for some something you don't like could be a lot of money. But like four roses is very un, understated, but probably one of the better bourbons out there. Um, there's there's one called Old Granddad. Uh, it comes <laughs> you can get a handle and a plastic bottle, <laughs> but it is very very good, very good bourbon. Um, some yeah. of the lower end, like like eighty seven proof, eighty five proof of uh, old Forester, is yeah. really good. With lower proof, does that mean like it's lesser quality? No, it's just like lower alcohol per value. So, so you can have like a good bourbon and still be in that 80, 80, 85, 90 range. Yeah, 80, 80, I would probably stick to like eighty eighty five. That's probably where I'm gonna. No, be. and that's I I like ninety. Um, like over all the bourbons I've tried, it's every time I hit a hundred proof or anything over a hundred, it, it just seems aggressive to me. Get to ninety, like I say, eighty five, eighty seven, it's it's good sipping. Like though, like I took probably four sips at Knob Creek, and like I I I couldn't probably I don't want to do another one. And, and then it's you can do it like I think lower proof. Yeah, you know you can handle it without without rocks, um, maybe. Try so it. I don't know if I like the American honey one. I would still do it on the rocks. Yeah, but this, the good thing with a Knob Creek, though, I would I would be interested to see how you would enjoy it if you kind of cocktail it, if you make an old fashioned out of it, like old like, fashioned, old fashioned. Yeah, or, old fashioned is what bourbon and what? Uh, there's some bitters in bourbon, there. Some bitters, a little bit of yeah, like, just a little bit of sugar in there, a little bit like of sugar. Citrus. Yeah, um, or <laughs> or Manhattan. Yeah. or a whiskey sour so that's the good thing about like the higher i think the higher proof bourbons you can kind of you can manipulate them in the <clears throat> cocktail range the one thing i like about the bourbon is that like i could take the bottle take it in the garage by itself with some ice and that's it like i don't i don't I'm not taking out like six seven different things i'm not mixing a drink i can literally just pour it from the bottle mm-hmm. into a cup with some ice and i'm i'm rocking i'm going it's like a beer you take it outside you pop the top you're drinking right so I was looking for something uncomplicated and just like for beer, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm not, I don't enjoy a lot of different beers. Like, well, I have one sure, but I feel like I'm getting more bang for my buck with the bourbon. Yeah. Two fingers of bourbon for me is going to give me more bang for my buck as far as like, not inebriation, but feeling nice, you know, getting warm on the inside than one of these beers that I'm not really going to enjoy drinking that much, you know? See, I but, enjoy the beers. I, I don't I don't enjoy the liquor anymore. I Beer. I'm a beer guy. See, I'm, I'm going back, and, you know, I, the the bourbon, the, the nice thing with, so especially, like, you know, Alex and I have done a bunch, you know, not, not, not too much, but we've talked significantly about, significantly about weight loss and dieting, and the thing is, like, beer... I'll drink 15 beers. Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's like, it's nothing. Yeah, you got a point there. That's 100, and, ca- and that's 100 yeah, calories a pop. Yeah, or if it's, if it's Guinness Blonde, I'm looking at 100, it's 1,560 calories just in liquor, like out, like liquid consumption. Yeah. Whereas I'm not going to drink that much bourbon. I can't. Yeah. Like, I would die. Mm-hmm. And usually I'll drink, so when we did the Halloween thing, 
and I was popping popcorn while the movie was playing for the kids. I had two glasses of bourbon, no beer. I was good. I sipped it the entire night. And the two glasses, maybe I consumed 300 calories between the two. So, you know, I wasn't just pounding beer. I had it, you know, and the thing is, I, I felt relaxed, you know, caught a nice little, you know, found the effects of it, but it wasn't. And beer, I don't catch that. Beer, I just get tired and mm-hmm. feel, feel full. But that's one fifth the calories, though, too. Yeah. One fifth. Yeah. And That's and crazy. now that I've I've gotten kind of back into cigars, it's like a nice cigar that takes about forty five minutes to smoke, two glasses of bourbon. I'm done. I don't need anything else. I'm going right to sleep. Yeah, I think I so. think bourbon adds to like a social aspect of of drinking. That you know mm-hmm. you can have a couple beers alone, but for me, like having having some bourbon. Yeah. And, I, and I have bottles of bourbon I won't yeah, open I because I'm like, oh, this isn't a by myself bourbon. Yeah, this is like, oh, I have some people over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open this, and if yeah, I don't know, love bourbon, it. but I'll come hang out. I'll bring my own beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can know, do a bourbon barrel beer. There you go, bourbon barrel beer. Those are delicious, <laughs> Those actually. Are <laughs> and the thing is, like, I don't like bourbon, but I do love bourbon <laughs> barrel beers. Yeah. But I really like uh, Basil Hayden. You know, that's yeah, that's a good buddy. Uh, friend of ours bought that for me for my 40th birthday. I still have some of it left. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't gotten to the Pappy Van Winkle and all that. And I'll, I even think if I had the money, I probably wouldn't go buy it. Yeah. You know, I'm not that into it. And, you know, it's just like if I had all the money in the world, I'm not buying a $400,000 car. Mm-hmm. You know, my Sienna's fine. I'll buy an old truck to go with it. We're good. So, um, but it's just a different experience than just... But then again, am I bringing... A bottle of bourbon to the pool. No, that's where beer comes in. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: you could probably take bourbon in in, in a tumbler, and you could probably bring a glass, like a tumbler of bourbon, not like a huge thing, but like a tumbler mm-hmm. of bourbon, and you wouldn't need to bring a, a like a six pack or twelve pack of beer. You know yeah, I mean? it, it, it travels much easier. So the thing is, you know, I think you probably mix. But then you're bringing equipment to to make more drinks, you know. Like Josh, we did the the orange crushes at the pool. Like there's like legit equipment that had to be brought oh, to yeah. manufacture yeah. those things. Oh, yeah. But that was more of like an event. Like yeah. that wasn't. We're not going to do this every every day. Yeah. So, but in order to do that. Yeah, that's not an event thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not as easy to just rip open a twelve pack, <coughs> dump it in the cooler, yeah, it's, dump it's, ice in yeah. with it, and you're good. Yeah. For the pool, for fishing, whatever. Yeah. So, you Especially know, definitely you're situation. Like your, your bush lattes or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I think a good appreciation of bourbon is to visit a distillery, see see how it how it's made. I, I, we went to the Sagamore Rye, um, Sagamore Distillery. I think last summer saw how their theirs was made. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a few. And you get an appreciation for for how the aging process works, and, yeah, and actually how the like flavor profile changes over time yeah. with it. Uh, that, that was great info. Nobody yeah. heard it. <laughs> people, people hear it. People hear. You it. should honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I, I, you I, know, I, our podcast. I see. I see my. I, yeah, I see it now. It barely, it yeah. barely registers. It, bar- it barely registers. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm louder than I am. Um, you, just, you just gotta be okay with shouting into a microphone. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, screw them. <laughs> <laughs> screw your ears. That's right. Yeah. Try, I, whenever it gets mixed, for whatever reason, like I even I even jack up the volume from here, so like it records at this level. I pop it up another five gain. Like I do another five on the gain scale. 
just to, to make it audible so people don't have to crank it in their cars. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny, but don't. I was listening to uh, the Black Rifle podcast, and those those dudes have money. Like they have, they're like pros, and they had Tulsi Gabbard on, who also has her own podcast. And I had Does to, she? Yeah. Oh, I listen. She's and she's got some shit going. I had to turn the volume up in my car to yeah. max just to hear. And I'm like, who is doing this audio? She was like, probably at home <laughs> and they like see, zoomed you, her in or something. But you can we tell when someone zoom in. Yeah, Wait, Jeremy Khan. Jeremy Khan zoomed in. And I think the thing is, like, I'm like, why? Why is she so low? She should know how to talk to a mic. She has a podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. We can zoom next time we do beer one. We'll have to zoom in my my buddy Ryan from Michigan. Oh, he, oh that man's got a beer palette too. Anyway, side. Note. I feel like it's better if you're here. Well, uh, yeah. I need. I need. I like John. Like, like, John's like, facial expression. He's like 900 miles away. <laughs> we should find a way to put him on one of the TVs. Yeah. Ooh, look at this guy. That's and you got a. You need a YouTube channel now. Hold on, let's see. I, I, have, I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> so I suggested we're you know setting up some cameras and recording this while it was going on, and Alex said respectfully that he has a face for radio. He has a face yeah, for radio. I do. <laughs> yeah. they, uh, but I'm just saying, there's there there's some be- I see benefit there. I see benefit. Hey man, we, you, we got, all, you got all your better. hair, so it's fine. We have to dress a little better for do a video you? podcast. Do you? Because um, last time I checked, when I have beers in my driveway, I don't get dressed up for it. I, I could pull a Tim Pool and, and just beanie it. Just wear my beanie. Not that I wear beanie. I'd probably sweat beers, that whole like, show. I, mean, I shave my head and I come out in sweatpants and so like, driveway beers. Um, so, elections, huh? <laughs> anyway, let's go oh, back to the time about the aliens. Uh, that, was a, that was so a So here's one thing I am excited about. I am excited about that this Thanksgiving, I believe I'm going to be able to sit on my couch and legally, legally, just throw a couple bucks on some games to make them a oh, little yeah, bit it, yeah, more by then, exciting. Yeah, it should so be. Wednesday, apparently. It should be. The day before Thanksgiving. The, those apps are supposed to go live Wednesday. Yeah. that's. I, I'm hearing I'm hearing sometime next week. I keep hearing advertisements about it. So and be the, dude, those advertisements are like two freaking months. They're, those ads are going to be more prevalent than the, than the boner drugs. Yeah, but listen, I'm I'm not a big gambler. I don't I don't want to fall down that rabbit hole. But you know, a lot of these yeah, sites right now, the, pr- the prop bets are fun. <laughs> <'Cause though. laughs> Who's going to win the coin toss? I've got nicotine Who's alcohol. I'm gambling. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm betting that tri- that trifecta. I got you. So a lot of these things are offering mail owners, hey, yeah, sign up with us, and we'll give you this much in free bets and this much free bets, which is all good. But you know, but listen, I'll I'll take. Fifty bucks while we that throw it into an app and just spread it around a couple games. It just makes it's it's kind of like fantasy football a little bit, right? Yeah, it just it makes the games yeah. more interesting. Or Bitcoin. Oh, oh yeah, good Bitcoin. job. Yeah, how'd that work out? But, you want to know how much I bet on NFL last weekend? How much? How much I put at risk? Tell us. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I guess. Um, I'm either this is going to be crazy high. I'm gonna feel an idiot, or I'm gonna say four hundred fifty dollars. You're close. It was uh, three hundred and I believe three twenty. That wasn't that. I mean, all right. You're close. That's, that's okay. Like okay. Close. So I'm not gonna lie. I ain't been three twenty five on NFL. No, no. no. So here's the thing, though. I bet the entire slate against the spread, and I went seven and six. So even though I risked, I put at risk three hundred and twenty. I think I ended up winning nine dollars, because when when you go. Now, if you can win two more than you lose, then you kind of will stack a little bit. We should put all that money on the Redskins. I mean, Commanders. Yeah. I mean, I mean Redskins. I mean, Commanders. I mean, it, Redskins. You want to know what? I did bet against them. 
I bet against them. And it I mean, that was a solid bet. I'm not gonna lie. That was yeah, a solid bet. I, yeah. The commanders are awful. But it's funny because I saw that all that snow that was going to go on up in in Buffalo before I knew they were going to change the location, and I was Get like. And I'm not playing the snow, wusses. You, you, I'm not an avid gambler. I don't know all the ins and outs about it, but I do know. I was like, whatever the, whatever the over under is, man, I'd really like to bet that under, right? I mean, you're talking multiple feet of snow. Yeah. I'm like, unless they have that over under set at ten and a half, you know, it's. <coughs> yeah, that last week was the first week that I bet an entire slate against the spread. Now I did it with I did it with play money for four weeks just to see how I would do, and I did okay three of the four weeks. The other week I didn't do very well, um, so I was like, "All right, well, let me let me put the money at risk." Because normally I'm normally I just bet like four or five games, and I'll do like parlays and fun stuff like that, and that's usually what I was doing. But this this last week was a little bit different. I'll do it again this week just to see what it's like. But for me, I may or may not have gone with a uh, a uh, a man of the, I don't even know what you call it. Not a man of the cloth. A man of a uh, man of the books. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I would go that route. Um, and even with Maryland legalizing sports betting, I don't know if I'll switch. Because if you when you go the legal route, you've got to put your money up front. You've got to basically have the money in the account to bet it. Whereas with a bookie, it's all on credit. Now that doesn't really matter. It's not like I'm going to stiff the bookie or the bookie. And well, it matters if you're going to plan on stiffing the bookie. It's not that kind of bookie. Not, not all bookies <laughs> are from Kansas sleeping City. with the fishes or something. Not all bookies are out of Kansas City. The lone shark and 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 have the droopy mouth. It's not all those guys. Um, is that Tony bag of donuts? I was like, was his name? Your is his name Tony? <laughs> Does he know a guy? Hey. He's in Queens or Long Island. <laughs> yeah. uh, Still keeping paper books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't know if I'll nah, switch you Square up your bets. <laughs> time to square up. T- time warp to the 20s. Hold on. <laughs> what was that movie? Was it Two for the Money with Matthew McConaughey? It was like the... He was playing the, uh, the, the guy who uh, you pay for picks. Anthony Joshua or something like that. And like mm. he ended up going on like a losing streak, and he, the people kept calling him, calling him, "I lost that much money." It's like, oh my god, I wouldn't want to be one of those guys. Like you're selling your picks to people. It's like, what happens when you suck? Like, uh, good conversation ender right there, huh? Yeah. Like, well, I grew up. I grew up, you know, in New York, and uh, I'm like <laughs> early memory is my grandma would play numbers, oh, you know, numbers, and, and, and yeah, you yeah. know, illegal numbers, and uh. We I went with her once, and uh, and the cops raided the the number <laughs> spot, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just here buying some deli sandwiches. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like five years old with my grandma, and, and they have her sitting in a in a police car, and <laughs> she's like, I don't know what's going on in this place, you know. Um, but yeah, so running running numbers that's, that's like one of my earliest memories. Yeah, my grandfather owned a bar in Pittsburgh, and they'd run numbers out of the back of it. Yeah. So. Look, my, um, my great grandfather worked for uh, Capone and made made alcohol, and so hey, hey, we all got. <laughs> my, my mother used to run the numbers for. I mean, the, he was just a simple farmer. I, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago just delivered sugar every couple. That's months. it. It's, it's, it's fine. Awesome. He just needed sugar. I told the story to Mike, but basically, like, 
a lot of uh, my mother's uncles own like businesses, and they would basically send the girls like when my mom was a little girl, send her and her sister and her friends. They'd give them like the bag full of numbers, and they they would go to each store and pick up the numbers from each place. And they had no idea. Mm-hmm. The the like her uncles would give her like a lollipop here, or, like steaks for the like their their parents or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and they go home and they they return the 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 bag of numbers and whatnot, and and they give their parents all the stuff and whatnot it was just that was they she didn't have a clue until she was older yeah but yeah what i uh what i really hope this leads towards is uh, the ability again to play online poker in maryland for money because we we could back in the day mid 2000s ish no problem and then they were like oh you know they there was just they shut it down and now they're fine for that well, I, th- I think it's going to take a few years of this. But listen, if I can throw money onto a game that's going on, like, what's the difference if I want to throw money into a pot and play some cards, right? It like, actually requires your skill yeah. to... Well, right, like... I was I mean, up in Michigan at my dad's, and they were advertising, like, uh, you could play slots on your phone, like, legitimately through, like, MGM. Like, that seems like a terrible idea. Well, so the slots are a little bit different, though, because slots have to pay out 80% of what they take in. So, if you, over time, you should only lose 20% of what you're putting in. At worst. At the worst. But, of course, it's over time, so you might lose it. Yeah, right. Um, my problem with the online poker wasn't the poker rooms themselves. It was that people could easily cheat the system if they had the right well, and but that, but Yeah, but we're so also you, talking back in early 2000s. Right. But you didn't, you didn't know who was on the other end of that screen and if they were using that cheat software. Well, yeah, where they could see all the whole cards. Yeah. Well, ultimate. Well, and this kind of kind of tying into current events. So the one of the higher ups in this FTX fiasco that's been going on lately with this crypto. So <laughs> Sam, Sam Bell. What? I'm sorry. Not, Are you saying you don't trust screw. currency that doesn't actually? So exist? not the that's main guy, but one no. of the higher no, ups. Don't trust none of that. Except Dogecoin. So I don't yeah. trust none of that. So one of the Dogecoin higher ups in yes. FTX <laughs> apparently used to work for the company Ultimate Bet. And Ultimate Bet was riddled with a scandal many moons ago where they had online poker. And what they did was they had employees infiltrate the tables, play against their customers, but the employees obviously could see the the whole cards. Um, it was exposed. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't pretend to know what happened with Ultimate Bet. You can, uh, you can Google that or whatever. But... Yada yada yada. The guy that was like in charge of Ultimate Bet back then was high up in the food chain of this FTX company now. So it's you know it's you know I didn't know much about FTX before all this. The only thing I, here's what I knew about FTX: they had the logos on the umpires' uniforms for Major League Baseball. That's how I knew what FTX. Like I was like, oh, FTX. That's interesting. Must be now cool. I. Before you just said that, I had no idea why they had FTX. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. That's a sponsor. Yeah, it, was no a sp- it was, a, yeah, they were they were sponsoring the uh, the umpires' uniforms. Well, but yeah, not anymore, right? Not yeah, anymore. so but it, it'd be I, it'd be more interesting if this happened mid MLB season because it would be like to see if they came to off see if they came off like right away. Uh, you, I mean, clearly, I think at the beginning of next year, you know, April, right. they, you know, they're they're not going to be there, but you know, but yeah, that's why they were there. You want to hear conspiracies now? Let's do it about mm-hmm. that. So. That was the guy, Sam Bakeman Fried, Bakeman Brickman, yeah, Bankman, I, yeah, Bank, Sam Bakeman Fried. Okay, 
So his mother is apparently a... His mother and father are professors at Stanford. He went to MIT, but his parents were professors at Stanford. The mother started a Democratic pack. Oh, yeah, I heard this conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And essentially what the idea was that he was liquidating the funds in FTX. Giving that people, it to them. Yeah. And he was giving the money. To, he donated $20 million. I thought it was 38 I heard 20 but like 38 wouldn't... Yeah, I, I saw 30 a lot of graphics of this. Oh, oh, oh. Either way, though, he was the second biggest donor to the Democrats in this election cycle. Another rumor I heard, and again, this is we are not reporters. This is all made up. Uh, oh, I, I wouldn't say it's made up. Well, as we far, don't know. Listen, as far as allegedly, all, all the news is, the is speculation now. Anyway, we have we not might vetted these sources. Yeah, well, yes. nothing has been vetted. We allegedly, for AP. Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that allegedly. Uh, allegedly, there was some money that went from FTX to Ukraine, and may have gone through a company associated with a certain political figure. Who? So yeah, the, I know you're talking. There was about. A, no, it was the it was it went no, from say, it say went from the name. U.S. government to, <laughs> to Ukraine. Say, say his name. I'm looking to die. Who? I don't know. I. I Honestly, I kind of want you to say his name because I don't know who you're talking about. But I don't. But don't be afraid to say his name. He has Alzheimer's. Oh, Joe Biden. Gotcha. <laughs> but it went from FTX. It went from, from the U.S. Didn't government. Did you see Boys in the Hood? Now we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it went from the U.S. government to Ukraine. Yeah. Was invested in FTX, liquidated and donated to the. So that's that okay, was the that's cycle. Circle. Okay. That's yeah. the circle I was looking for. So they were giving their. So edit. either way, it's some shady bullshit. But here's but here's the thing. <laughs> if that if they can prove that. They're that's, never going to prove that's going to disappear. If, if they could, that I mean, that it's basically says the the federal government was 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 funding one particular party. Well, I could prove it. We could prove it right now. Okay. So <laughs> th this is not involving FTX, though. Right. Breaking news. So <laughs> they go and start some bullshit proxy war, like we always go and start. Okay. So who is putting the pressure on the politicians? To get involved in or start these wars, military industrial companies, right? Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, like Fairchild, whoever these companies are, armaments, right? Boeing, sure. So then that money goes and is given to, say in this instance, Ukraine, who then immediately turns around and spends it on arms from Boeing, Raytheon, Northrop Grumman who are donating money to all through the lobbyists through whoever to all of the members of the uniparty true so it's happening all the time so just this not, is nothing just, new this is just a different route through which it went just might not be a, this kind of scale though yeah let's be honest all this it's can spread be out through term limits in-person voting only Di done politicians being forced to politicians divest you from you cannot be a lobbyist ever if you're a politician and you cannot invest in stocks. Period. By the way, John John Boehner. All that would be solved. Do you, do you remember that guy? Four Everyone things would solve all our problems. cigarettes and crying. Yeah, and yeah. spray tans. Okay, so do you remember how anti weed he was? Guess where he works now. Please the, tell me he's a weed lobbyist. He is. He is the head weed lobbyist <laughs> for the for the legalization. I really of could weed. give a shit. Is, is tax it ten percent, just like you do alcohol, and put that money in something important. My I only care, I could care less. My only point to say was this guy was so vehemently against legalizing weed when he was in office because he was paid. He gets, he gets paid more now. But yeah, right. Someone just paid him more, and all of a sudden, all 
That moral oh, high ground wait, went way away. I was wrong. I saw the light. Right. Oh, look at the science studies again that they put in front of me again that haven't changed ever. Now this is this is and this is not the intent of the founding fathers at all. I can't see this being their intent. Politics. I mean, I'm you sure they're never not. meant to be a politician. Period. You were meant to do a civil service for eight years, like George Washington did, and said, "I'm done," and then. Go back to your life. You are not meant to be a career politician. Term limits. Please, God, term limits. Yeah, but as soon as they went off the gold standard. Oh, yeah, that's awful. And the Federal Reserve could just print money at will. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, at that point, there was... Why is there inflation? Because uh, money's well, based on nothing. So, in 2020, 2021, the U.S. government printed more money than, ever than has ever history. existed in the history of human beings. Ridiculous. From the Mesopotamians... Until now, those two years, they printed more money than has ever existed. Gee, why do my eggs cost $6 yeah. a dozen? <laughs> Actually, the thing I'm surprised the most about is that it didn't start sooner. Nonsense. I hate it all. Fireball. I'm actually surprised we're not. I'm surprised we're not at hyperinflation. To be honest with you, at this point, it's that's well, how much money because honestly, up. they keep bumping up in the you know the the interest rates and things like that, and it hasn't curved people spending enough like people were just are, are like people are like fighting through it they're and gonna the, have to go back federal to the reserve, 80s when it was like 15 right and interest. the federal reserve keeps bumping up numbers and bumping up numbers and people just keep fighting through the inflation it's like at some point they gotta stop well i think you're gonna see it stop soon because right now inventory it's, it's rough right so, dude? So in- i did my bill like just my personal bills like I spent three hundred dollars more a month on groceries than I normally do. Yeah, three hundred dollars for Family Four—that's crazy town. But we're also like global economy, yeah. and and yeah. often we're not looking at it from a global aspect. We look at it from you know kind of our aspect. But in many other countries, they're looking at you know high teens to thirty yeah. oh, yeah. percent yeah. inflation. Oh, yeah. but it's a globalist. But uh no, I'm like it's, it's so we're yeah, we're having we're having it hard. <coughs> but there are places who are because oh, yeah. of the value like the dollar does really well internationally. Oh right yeah. Now. Um there there are places having it really, really hard. Well I, I think by the spring of next year though, you're gonna start seeing a turn as far as even like I don't think the stock market's going to rebound very much. It might it might rebound like December, January. The problem is, is that a lot of these retail companies already... The supply chain got fixed. They ordered a bunch of stuff thinking they weren't going to be able to get it for the holiday season, and they are stocked to the brim mm-hmm. to the yeah. point where they're not ordering right now. So they're not... All these manufacturing companies, like the, toy, the toys, the clothes, all this stuff, the... The retailers in this country stopped buying a lot of it because they got warehouses full of it right now. So when they stop build, like when they they're going to stop manufacturing because no one's buying it. The retailers eventually are going to sell out and have to restock, but the the manufacturers are going to lower prices down to get the retailers to buy again. And I think that's going to push prices back down. I think you're going to see some some deflationary stuff, but. I don't think you see it until probably spring. I think it's going to be a rough winter, especially, like, I got natural gas to eat this house. Natural gas is not going to go down for a little while. Um, Diesel supplies are short right now. So, 
And, and right now, so I watch this one YouTube channel about truckers. And, like, he just goes through and, like, he's saying that the shipping companies are not having problems getting trucks to basically lower their prices for shipping because there's so few loads and so many trucks just sitting out there. So I think you're going to see some, some issues all around the, around the board. I don't think the worst is hit yet. And I guess we'll find out. I don't know, gambling's going to become legal on our phones in a week, so that's the solution to all our problems. There you go. People looking for that quick bet. all your money on black. Right? Let's well, the, okay. the, the, go- the roulette wheel, bet it all on black. That's the right. government is only interested in that which it can tax. So, well, yeah. You know. And the only reason that gambling was illegal before is because they had to figure out a way to get their cut. Yeah. And that's why, I, and that's what was really going on. I mean, it may have been regu- regulatory a little bit, but... I mean, they saw a lot of money flowing online, and they weren't getting a piece of it. Well, the older I get, the more I become a libertarian. <coughs> that is <laughs> correct. I mean, I think the on like the gambling and whatnot. I think you're going to see you're seeing that now because certain certain interest groups that had a stranglehold on gambling aren't as strong as they used to be. Like the well, mafia, the, maf- the mafia ran gambling, and and there was. I mean, shoot, they, inv- they invented Las Vegas, for crying out loud, and Atlantic City. That was all built by the mob. Well, yeah. Which is why you could only gamble in Vegas and Jersey up until we were, what, 25? When, or, yeah, or, or, until, actually, until the Native uh, Americans started getting their casinos. Yeah. That was right around when I was 18. That's when yeah. the New York reservations started getting casinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were some of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. And then you had, like, Connecticut, Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or it, Canada. We had to drive to Canada. We did, yeah. When, I, when we turned 18, Driving to Canada. six hours to Montreal. Yeah. Oh, three hours, man. Three hours to Windsor, Ontario. Yeah. But, I don't know. Saw my first Mountie beat somebody up there. It was really funny. <laughs> he was mouthing off to the Mountie, and the Mountie beat his butt. <laughs> so, you're not going to be we got This is a 45-minute episode. <laughs> we just did two. No, but, I mean... Honestly, and there were no aliens. We should have recorded. Well, the talk, okay, yeah, so, so look, we got we got about fifteen minutes left. You aliens. want to talk aliens? Let's get into aliens. I listen. I am heated. We Did you miss? You missed, you the, missed the European when we missed the previous alien conversation. We were talking about aliens a minute wait, ago. Do you know, but wait, do you know why I'm heated? Let's you know it. why I'm heated. I know it. why you're heated. What do you got? I didn't get a flyer this year for the alien. The conference. Second year oh, you're gonna get the alien conference? Wow. Well, last year was COVID. I don't think he was out there. But no, that's when it came out. Was last year? That was last year. I'm sorry, last year. You know the story. I All the, the experts. The alien guy. So, so our neighbor got a flyer. Like he and I are standing there. One of our neighbors comes over. He's walking the neighborhood, passing out flyers for this alien conference. And the neighbor gets one. I don't. Like, but you were standing right next to him. He knows you're not a believer. I'm standing right next to him. He can see it in your eyes. You're not a believer. Although I, hair in the beard, I might think you're a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> I could I'm be. a believer now. I could be. <laughs> like I, I'm teetering. Like, I what, think that, that aliens exist I or aliens that, have been here? Aliens 100% exist. Or Mathematically speaking, oh, aliens 100% I, I exist. definitely think they exist. I'm 100% on board with that. Oh, this the, the Fermi? <coughs> like, the how, Fermi, uh... How far uh, into the atmosphere does here mean? Like, here... On like, the ground? On Earth? Why would they come here? Our main hobby is killing each other. Why would they come here? They don't care about us. Observe, probe, or why? or Or they are us. That is all. Ooh. I do also like that theory. So the the, the idea, like we, we are how, the aliens. How so that belongs, so there's a theory in the that, weed conversation. 
Because the, we can go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Which also might be legal in Maryland. It's like, it's like that. Like, like right. Mar- Mars is so similar to the Earth because it, yeah. it's so similar to Earth until they messed it up and then they send us here. Yeah. Like, I, I you know, we were saying in, in the intermission, um, I think animals kind of have it figured out. They they know how to operate amongst yeah, each other. natural equilibrium. Yeah. And humans do not. And we do not. We do not. <laughs> So, so it's almost that's almost alien species. It's an invasive species. It it messes up an ecosystem. It it disturbs. As natural Agent order. Smith from the Matrix said, "We are a virus." Here's the problem: if if we are the aliens, then the whole idea that aliens are an advanced being is now just blown out the window. Okay, no. So think about it. All right. So I just so Rogan just had on. It was. Got in Hancock and another, I forget the other dude's name, an older dude. And there's a show on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse. Gonna watch it now. Yeah. Oh, I'm. It's, it's I'm like about. on my, it's on my, like, you must watch thing. Yeah. Like, pull up Netflix so today. essentially, every mainstream archaeology and everything says that human beings have been around since X time. But the problem is, we were hunter gatherers for thousands of years prior to <laughs> discovering. Oh, surplus crops agri- agriculture, agricultural evolution and becoming a revolution whatever you call it. an agricultural society and then which would have started with mesopotamia which however when you go back to some of these ancient sites and you do carbon dating and they're discovering more it goes back further than that so how do you explain these monolithic sites that were clearly made by had to be, it, it's not natural. It's it's you know human beings made it, but they're older than twelve thousand years old. So essentially, they said that there was an ancient Atlantis. ancient civilization that existed throughout Earth, all over the planet during the ice ages when woolly mammoths. That was the same time that these creatures became extinct. That were then that was destroyed when an asteroid when a comet disintegrated, which the Leonid meteor shower is the remnants of that that we pass through twice a year. Is that like pre or post Pangea? Post. Post, yeah. Yeah, because Pangea was the dinosaurs. So you're talking 65 million years prior to to now. So when you think about it, like the span that humanity has been on Earth and civilized is much like they said, well, how do you you explain the hunter-gatherers? Well, we currently have hunter-gatherer uh, tribes and, and cultures that are coexisting in this modern society. And that could have happened 15, 16,000 years ago. Well, you, you think you think the idea of, of the shutdown <laughs> from COVID, we all became hunter-gatherers yeah. looking for food and grocery <laughs> yeah, stores. Yeah, right? <laughs> paper, yeah. you know, I was getting ready to waste deers with my AR off yeah, it's, in our, it's, in, it's in our DNA already to be hunter, hunter-gatherers. We, we, just, we just go to Harris Teeter to do it. Nice and quiet. A lot more quiet than the... Mm-hmm. the Nobody would even know it happened, baby. <laughs> Whoever in the neighborhood posted that eight point, I'm like, I'm going to go stand in your yard in the morning. As soon as I saw it, I thought it's of like, it. I was like, where's Ty? <laughs> Take care of you. Which, but did you see the neighbor's picture of that buck? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm going to go to go to that neighborhood, oh. that yard. So they shoot that fat... I have that that's a fat eight point, That big man. fat boy ha- hanging it's out like, down there. You know, wow. you know that's down there because they took out all the trees for the walk, for the walking thing, the walking trail. Shame. But, he, but here's the thing, like, there's no reason why it couldn't, and the only reason these guys aren't allowed to study it is because mainstream archaeology has decided that 
and if they went and said no this is actually we need to back this up that all these people's work seems illegitimate you're like up, it's you're, not correct bending everything they've ever worked for yeah and like not just them but like hundreds of years yeah of yeah but i mean if you look at thousands this, i guess the, the sphinx there's a part of the sphinx there's a stone that's much newer than the rest of it that was replaced the egyptians replaced it so they're saying that the sphinx existed prior to the egyptian egyptians being there and if you look at every you know in the bible they talk about fire and brimstone well, where's the fire and brimstone? Well, you look back, a disintegrating comet could have been described as fire and brimstone coming from heaven. So, great flooding, the polar ice caps melting, which came down much further south than they do now. Like up into Pennsylvania, the Chesapeake Bay was formed by glacial, re- glacial retreat. So, yeah, you have that type of ice melt, you're going to have four or 500 level foot sea level rise. So, this shit just got deep. Yeah. Real deep. This guy like deep. We went from bourbon to aliens, and they'll love it. I think bourbon has that effect on it you. It really might. It really, no, it does. It really bourbon, bourbon can take you in some, some interesting directions. <laughs> I love it. So love I'm it. telling you, I, I believe that. And the thing is, I'm, a, I'm Catholic. I, you know, um, but I think that and we mentioned before, like in the intermission when we weren't recording, that, you know, a lot of the Old Testament's parable. And when God granted us the... You know the the whole when when Eve ate the apple from the tree and was given knowledge, innocence was removed. That could have been the the kind of onset of agriculture forming it. But the first one twenty thousand years ago, not the one that we think happened in Mesopotamia. Well, b- biblically, the the response to the eating of the quote unquote <laughs> apple was. Having to work the land, yeah. Where, mm-hmm. where yeah. at the point you it weren't was, just given everything, anymore, you weren't yeah. just given everything, yeah. and it which was, is a great, here which is a great to, uh, transition from simple hunter gatherer to working land as an agricultural society. Yeah, you know, well, you, you think even Adam had the opportunity to to name and define every creature that that walked amongst the earth. Yeah, so you know, if you're, you're naming it, then you have dominion over over those things yeah so it's it's like I, when I, I like my mind's I, I'm like I gotta watch that Netflix series so yeah. um, I need to turn up Krishan's mic see see <laughs> now, now I, I got something new to watch while I'm working out <laughs> I'm trying my best I'm All trying right. my best but. Yeah, right. yo. now I got something new to work alright alright so this is this is a, this is probably going to end up as a supplemental episode to the last one. <laughs> so people are going to get two episodes in one week, probably. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Cheers and Spirits, Beer, Wine, and More, and uh, the Arnold Station Plaza, 1460 Ritchie Highway in Arnold, Maryland. If you're in the Annapolis area, Severna Park area, or live in Arnold, swing by. Uh, excellent selection of wines, beers, liquors. Uh, thank you for the sponsors we get. Help us uh, keep doing the show. Uh, appreciate you coming, listening to us for another another show. I guess I was going to say another week, but it's going to be two this week. So, uh, like, subscribe, comment, share, and we will talk to you next time.